Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. We are celebrating the latest college national champion in Michigan. Michigan goes on to beat Washington 34-13 last night. And uh, mixed reviews as far as how people are feeling about it. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number. 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. NFL Power Rankings are out. And um, when when it gets to this time and it's playoff time, you can already kind of fill in the blanks. So the the top 14, there are 14 teams that make the playoffs. They're all going to be playoff teams. So no matter how the feeling is about these certain teams, if you know they think that other teams should be ranked higher, it's all about the playoff teams. So they still do the entire NFL, according to NFL.com, and uh, they'll do through 32. But when you get to the top 14, it's going to be about the teams that make the playoffs. And so coming in at 32 is the Carolina Panthers, who would have the number one overall pick, but the Bears have their pick. So they are sitting at 32. The Commanders at 31. Those are two teams that are going to be looking for new coaches. The Patriots at 30 could possibly have a new coach. Chargers at 29. Arizona Cardinals at 28. And so now you're starting to get into teams that do currently still have coaches and maybe have new coaches. Uh, The Falcons and Titans are 26 and 25. They're going to be looking for new coaches. Then when you go to the playoff teams, at 14, the Steelers. They have the Steelers as the lowest-ranked playoff team, according to NFL.com. 13 Packers, 12 Bucks, 11 Eagles, 10 Rams, 9 Texans, 8 Dolphins. Chiefs sitting at 7, which is a, a major surprise. They feel like the Chiefs are middle of the pack for the playoff teams. The Browns at 6, Lions at 5, Bills 4, Cowboys 3, what? Niners 2, and Ravens number 1. Number 1 team according to NFL.com and your NFL okay, power see, rankings. Okay, I can see that. So you, I can see that. So you didn't think the Cowboys should be at 3? I was thinking 2 because I forgot about Baltimore. But, but, yeah, Baltimore deserves that number one. Uh, being that San Fran beat Dallas, I get him number two. Uh, and then Dallas three. So, yeah, I agree with it. And uh, as far as the playoffs are concerned, if you take out the top two seeds, you take out the Niners, the Ravens, because they're not playing this week, they're on a bye, who are some of those teams that you think could possibly make some noise in the playoffs? Honestly, I'm picking Pittsburgh over Buffalo. You are? Okay. Why is that? And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Why is that? Josh Allen is going to give you one or two. He's going to give you one or two picks. 
if Pittsburgh can capitalize and get 10 points out of that, it's a new ball game. If they can get a touchdown out of it and a field goal out of it, <clears throat> it's going to be bad weather. They're both used to it. That's that's not going to affect them. But Josh Allen, I just don't trust him. And if Rudolph have a halfway decent game, just a halfway decent game, and they can establish a running game, it could very well be upset. So what are you thinking there, Ty? Oh, gosh. Um, a team that could make noise in the playoffs. That, just outside the Ravens just Outside and, and of the Ravens. You know, you give them the right circumstances, the Rams could possibly. Detroit. I mean, either one of those teams, you know, could, could, could make noise. So basically, and they play each other, the Rams yeah. and Lions, so basically whoever wins that game, you're thinking that they could probably go on a run. I think it's possible. You know, they. I mean, I, I forget who they would play in the in the divisional round if if either of them win. But um, I think it's possible. The Dolphins are going into the playoffs. I was about to say them next. With, well, so you you think they could uh, they no. can make a run? No, 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 no. I, I was about to say I don't think. So they screwed themselves by losing on Sunday because now they're going to inclement weather which they are not even halfway used to. And you're going against last year's Super Bowl champ who has so much experience. And, and a lot to prove. Yeah, and he's so ready for this. If he's healthy, uh, I just don't see Miami beating, beating Kansas City. They messed themselves up big time. Well, the reason that they have a lot of problems, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, especially on defense, and they're two starting linebackers who already were kind of filling some holes Andrew Van Ginkle and Jerome Baker are both out for the entire postseason. Now, Jerome Baker had wrist surgery, and uh, Van Ginkle, it hadn't been determined what the the time frame is on his injury, but it's already been stated that he should miss the remainder of the postseason. And then they had, those are their inside linebackers. Their outside linebackers were already injured and both of them being out for the season and possibly into next season, Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb. And uh, and so now they're having to fill a lot of holes within their linebacking core on the inside and outside. And then on top of that, they lost their starting corner, which uh, Jalen Ramsey may be the better corner, but Xavier Howard is, is a high-dollar player, and he's really good on the outside. They lost him. So now Eli Apple is expected to start in his absence. Well, so what you're basically saying is Kansas City 27, Miami 6. That's well, what I heard Kansas from you. City can catch the ball. But, well, but, yeah. but, but also, uh, <laughs> you think about, we're talking about the defensive side of the ball for the Dolphins. The Dolphins can still score. So they, they are capable of putting up some points, but are they going to be able to get some of those stops that they need at, at times? They can score. But you got to remember, they're not used to playing in that, in that type of weather. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, Sunday, Sunday, snow, three degrees. You know who is used to it, though? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill making his return to KC. I didn't think about that. I did not think about that. Now, that's one player out of 52, So he's Joe. probably the only one that's happy to go back over there. Yeah. Now, the speed may be slowed down a bit. And, you know, that's going to be something they'll have to deal with. But, yeah, Tyreek Hill is somebody that's looking forward to getting back and playing against the Chiefs. Now, they did play in a regular season, but it was in London. And now he gets to make the trip back to KC. Joe, 35% chance of snow, 3 degrees, wind chill factor, 8 below. Miami has no chance. <laughs> Kansas City don't even want to play in that. <laughs> well, that's why the Dolphins may have a chance. If if the Chiefs don't want to play in it, they may give them a chance there. No, they practice in it. They are somewhat going to be used to it a little bit. That's going to shock the hell out of Miami. It'll be interesting to see, though, because the Dolphins have a lot of speed. and But their speed ain't going to matter in snow. Exactly. 35% chance of snow. There's, but, a, there's a reason why this game is exclusively on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may be one that a lot of people are keeping up with online anyway and not actually watching the game. But 
there are plenty of Chiefs fans and um, there are some Dolphins fans that they're they're going to want to watch. And then just fans in general, they're going to have some interest in that game. And that's why they put the Chiefs on there. It was either going to be the Chiefs or Cowboys that were going to be on Peacock. They those, wouldn't dare those, put America's team where they can't be seen. No, but that's the clue. That's the whole key to it is the fact that Peacock, they're trying to generate interest. Yeah, drive viewership to the to the web. Yeah. And and what's the best way to do that? You put them you put the Cowboys <clears throat> on there, that's gonna make everybody go. You get keep Peacock. the Cowboys name out your mouth, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next time they play on Peacock it's gonna be the Cowboys. First game of the season. You know how uh, thirty thousand people paying six bucks a pop to just buy a Peacock for a month. You know how um how the uh opening game of the season they always put the Super Bowl champ on there. At some point, it's going to be a Peacock game. You you can count on that. Well, next year, it's going to be the Cowboys then. It's going to be on Peacock. The Super Bowl champs. <laughs> it's going to be on Peacock. It's going to be the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Let's talk about them two in a minute. Oh, we can talk about them now. Well, well, yeah, so yeah, so well, I got asked on Facebook, how do I feel about the Cowboys playing Green Bay? And I said, I'm... I'm 85% sold on Dak right now. He's he's turning me around. Not to say I love him because I've been doing him bad for so long, but he's proven me wrong over the last eight, nine weeks. But Everybody knows how you feel about Dak. Right, too. right. But I'm happy he's playing well because my team's playing well. So I got to ride with him right now. But it, I'm just – it's Green Bay, but I, I freaking play off Nemesis. Last, you know, the last time we got beat by Green Bay in the playoffs at home, and then there's Brian in Green Bay. So I'm hoping Jordan Love don't have one of them lucky games and have that game where he just go crazy on us and have us Cowboy fans fans looking sick for the next eight months. Uh, <clears throat> I'm believing that we are going to win, but it's not going to be easy as it should be because of our seating. Let's go to the phones and talk to Bobby Joe. What's up, Bobby Joe? Hey, man, Mr. Regis went. Yes, sir. I am honored to speak to a Dallas Cowboy, the greatest franchise in NFL history. You're the first Cowboy I ever got to speak to, man. I'm honored. Just letting you know that. Hey, thank you, what's fixed to happen. See what's fixed to happen. Cowboys fix to make a little run, and the 49ers going to get upset by the Rams, and we're going to go to the Super Bowl. I like old We're going to the Super Bowl, and we're probably going to beat Baltimore. And everything's gonna be good, Bobby. What's your cash out? <laughs> <laughs> I like old Bobby. He's talking sweet. I remember when I remember when you used to catch the ball for for the Cowboys. It was the good old days, man. That that was awesome. Great old days, yes, it was. Just letting you know, man. Thanks for letting me talk to a Cowboy. And look, I can still catch, but I damn sure can't run no more, <laughs> <laughs> especially in cold weather, right? Exactly. Those are the conditions that you never wanted to have to deal with. The legend walks in with the Colorado hat on. The le- uh, that's Harding. Oh, yeah, Harding. Harding. Oh, the same Buffalo, ain't it? Colorado Buffalo, it, Harding Bison Buffalo. Bison for Harding, oh, though. Bison. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a little bit different, but. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Harding getting it done. The legend, Randy Rainwater. <clears throat> Go ahead, Joe. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. North Little Rock Mike says, coaching vacancies. The Falcons. Don't forget about the Falcons. So the Falcons and the Panthers, two teams that are in the same division, they have coaching vacancies. Uh, Panthers were in on Jim Harbaugh before, so you can imagine that they would make a run at him again. It said that the inside track and, and where Jim Harbaugh, the favorite team for him to go to right now, is the Chargers. And it was even rumored that he wanted to be the Chargers coach last year, but they didn't have a job available. They they didn't have an opening at the time. He has to go NFC. There's no way he goes AFC and competes with his brother in the AFC championship game. He has now, to go why, NFC. Why, why not? I mean, they did it in the Super Bowl. Why not do it head-to-head yeah, during the season? That's Super Bowl, not AFC championship game. They want to play each other in the ship, not to get to the ship. Yeah. He has to go. He cannot go AFC. That would be... <laughs> Who does so, mom and dad go for? Oh, in the Super Bowl? No. If they're in the AFC Championship game, you want both of your boys to make the Super Bowl. But, but think about that. They were in the Super Bowl, so who do the parents go for? But that's different. They are in the ship. So really, both of them wins. I know one wins and one loses, but you're, to have both of your kids coaching in the Super Bowl, 
That's a parent's dream. It can look. It can be looked at the same way with the Kelseys playing in the Super Bowl and the parents. You see all the notoriety that they've gotten since then. Yeah, having their their two sons playing each other in the Super Bowl, and both of them have already won a Super Bowl prior to that. And now Travis has two Super Bowl championships. But uh, that's kind of the best of both worlds where both guys have already won Super Bowls. And, and Jim Harbaugh even mentioned last night that now he is a championship-winning coach because of the fact that John Harbaugh had won a Super Bowl. Their dad, Jack Harbaugh, won a championship in college. And now he's won a championship in college. Great pedigree. Great pedigree. I like the Harbaugh's, always have. They, uh, they're a little bit out there, but they, they know how to coach. They know what they're doing. They relate to the players. The players love them. But um, it, it's people like there, – there are certain people in the media that don't care for Jim Harbaugh, and then that kind of filters to others that they don't care for him. But you can't deny the fact that the guy wins. And that's all you can ask for with coaches – is for them to win. That's the name of the game. Yeah, I don't care how you break it down. The Harbaugh coaches are both winners, regardless of how you feel about them. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. What's Trending Sports, John Morant is out for the rest of the NBA season. John Morant was suspended for 25 games. He comes back. He plays well. And you could see that he hasn't lost anything, even though he he missed a number of games off the court. Didn't miss a beat. Comes back, plays well, even led the Grizzlies to a few victories. They had major hole to, to step out of. But now he has an injured shoulder, and he's going to be out for the remainder of the NBA season. And he got hurt working out, what even in a practice or a game. That, those are some of the worst injuries. When, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, for just the mindset. Yeah. When, when you think about it's not in a game, and then to go a step further, like you mentioned, and not even in practice. A workout. Just during a workout. But, yeah, when you see players that are injured when they aren't on the field, aren't on the court, those are the worst injuries. Yeah. You got to bounce back. So they're going to be dealing with that with uh, John Morant. And he only played nine games this season. And nine exciting games. It seemed like more, though. What he did to Victor Wimbignano was uh, was quite amazing. Had that, me proud as a Murray State alone. That's what he's capable of at 6'2". And um, he's jumping over somebody that's... Seven to at least, if not taller. And in those nine games that John Moran played, the Grizzlies were six and three. And he is expected to make a full recovery coming back for the 24 25 season. Two time All Star. He's in the first year of a five year, $197 million contract. He was averaging 25 and eight in just those nine games. And the Grizzlies are sitting in the 13th spot. They're 10 games under 500. But think about just how far they were before that, before John Moran coming back. He's a superstar, no doubt. He's a superstar, no doubt. He's a game changer. He's a you know a program changer. He's a guy that makes everybody around him better. The way he passes that ball, man. The way he he attacks and and he dishes. It makes his teammates. Uh, better, and that's the mark of a superstar. Can you make your teammates better? And he's that. Tyrese Halliburton for the Indiana Pacers. He's dealing with an injury, and it was thought to be a little more serious at first, but he has a hamstring injury, and that's something that they're going to have to work through. And um, they're going to look at reevaluating him and his situation over the next couple of weeks. But against the Celtics, he stopped, he slipped, and um, you could see that there was some strain on his left thigh at the time. 
and he rolled over, and then he was taken out of the game in the first half. And he also was putting up big numbers where he's averaging 24 and 13. So 24 points, 13 assists in 33 games this year. And the Pacers are within that. They they have the, uh, the play-in game for playoffs now, 7 to 10 seeds. And the Pacers are sitting in the seventh seed right now. So this is going to be a big blow to them, Tyrese Halliburton being out. Pacers have played some really good ball. But when you take their star off the court, it's going to be a big-time effect on them. And then hamstring is something you definitely can't rush back. That's that's something that takes at least three weeks. And that's with getting treatment two or three times a day. Now, now what's the difference on that with a uh, a pulled hamstring and then a torn hamstring? What's the difference there? Torn hamstring is your muscle is torn. But as far as timeline and, and how long it, torn, it takes to come back. Torn hamstring is is, is two, three months. Two, three months. Uh, <clears throat> when you pull it, and I just pulled my hamstring in Florida a few weeks ago, trying to run on the field to stop my player from fighting. Um, and it's still hurting right now. And that was <laughs> that was December the twelfth. It was cold so weather. Ain't helping it either. It's not at all. And I got my massage thing at home that I sit on all the time, and it helps it. But when you pull a hamstring and you don't get treatment, it could take a while. And I don't get treatment. So, so you're still pulling hamstrings after the playing days, which now you don't have to worry about getting back on the right. field. No, one of my players in Florida at the Nationals was getting ready to fight. And our first game in the tournament. And if you get throughout the game, you're done the whole tournament. I could not afford to lose him. Not that one. So he started fighting. I took off full speed. And I took about seven or eight steps. And down goes Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled on over and got up and went and got him. <laughs> still got to him. Huh? Still got to him. Hurting and everything. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Live from the Hogs Meat Market studio. Stay tuned. Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Sports Center. In the national championship last night, Michigan defeated Washington 34-13 to capture their first college football playoff national championship and their first national title since 1997. They were led by a powerful rushing attack where they racked up 303 rushing yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Running backs Donovan Edwards and Bo Corum split the touchdowns, both getting two. For Washington, Heisman Trophy finalist Michael Penix had arguably his worst game of the year as he was 27-51 of 51 with one touchdown and two interceptions. Now we await the return of college football we are 228 days away i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network this year we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing they pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring and exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention in the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agents Richard Yeager or Jason Daly in Little Rock or Agent Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically. 
which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot sports. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You've heard it here on the buzz several times. Gary Hill MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill MSS Oil at 501 270 it's football time in Arkansas. Step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during Drive Time Sports for Scoop and Score with me, Kevin Bohannon. I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state. Special thanks to the Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. All the ways to get into the show today. College Football Hall of Fame was announced, Reg, and uh, one of your former teammates, Larry Fitzgerald is going into the class. Larry Fitzgerald, Randy Moss, they were the headliners, but they're among 19 players and three coaches going into the College Football Hall of Fame that was announced. 19? 19. That's going to be a long ceremony. Yeah, and that's going to be in December, so they have the entire year to work that out as far as the ceremony, but that takes place in Vegas when the class is inducted in December. But, um, Randy Moss and Alex Smith, they work on ESPN, the pregame show for NFL coverage, and they were both surprised. They were both announced at that moment on the show that they were going into the College Football Hall of Fame. So Randy Moss, he acted a bit surprised, but then when they, they brought it out for Alex Smith, I think he was a little more surprised. I don't think Randy should be a surprise. He's one of the all-time greats, even in college. So he played his part. You know, good job, Randy. So a lot of times you'll see that these guys, they'll go into the College Football Hall of Fame, but they're already in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, like in that case with Randy Moss and Larry Fitzgerald. They're both in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
that's just like Murray State put me in the Hall of Fame because the Kentucky Pro Football Hall of Fame put me in first. <laughs> Other guys that are on the list include Dan Hampton, who played at Arkansas, and Dan Hampton is shouldn't another. He should be in. He's another example of somebody who was in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, has been for a long time, and now he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. So you uh, you have a case of a lot of these guys that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame now making their way to the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, Warwick Dunn is, should have been in. Yeah, he's getting in. Toby Gerhardt, Julius Peppers, Danny Woodhead, and then when you look at the list of coaches, Frank Solich, my man, Mark D'Antonio, Danny Hale. Those are all coaches that are getting in. And then more players: Justin Blackman, Paul Cameron of UCLA, Tim Couch, Armonte Edwards. I think Michigan fans may know something about Armonte Edwards. Dion Figures. D-ball. <laughs> D-ball. Steve Hutchinson of Michigan. Antonio Langham. Paul Puzlesny. Dewey Selman. Mentioned Alex Smith. And Kevin Smith of Texas A&M. Chris Ward of Ohio State. So those are all the players that are getting in. D-ball. He was in Jacksonville with me. We welcome Nathan Monin into the studio celebrating that victory from Michigan last night. And uh, it's been a long time coming. We Actually, talking to Pigskin, he talked about the last time that Michigan won the national championship. And watching that game with you and your brother, you were three at the time. Your brother was seven. And coming full circle, now it is 26 years later, Michigan wins the national championship. Now I'm... I've I'll be 31 in February. My son is, he just turned three months old. He's never seen a Michigan loss. <laughs> Doesn't get better than this. I, I, I don't even know what to do with myself, really. It's, it's, uh, it's quite the feeling. It, you go through 20 years of being really close, and then sometimes there's really, lo- there's some really low years. There's some doubts, and man, I don't, these guys are wearing me out. I don't, I don't want to do this next year. I mean, you, 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 you got to get yourself back up for next year, and then you get let down again, and you're you're right back in. I mean, hog fans know know something about that. I mean, it's 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 hard being a fan sometimes. But then you from Michigan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and it is just uh, and it's a long time coming. You, you're, I, I was watching with my dad, my brother, my grandfather, my son. I mean, you got three generations of, of Michigan men. Oh, absolutely. It's just uh, one big party last night, huh? It is, man. It, it's just I've seen so many games. I mean, you, you go back to last week. I mean, you, you you got Bama on the ropes. You sack them five times in the first half, and you're, man, we we got this. We're we're, we're controlling the game. Let them hang around. They make better halftime adjustments than we did, and then it comes right down to it, and you're losing in the fourth quarter. And then you come back, you get them in overtime. Last night was kind of the same story. Dominate the first half, score 14 points in the first quarter. At a, at a point there, we're up 17 to three. If the offense capitalizes, you go up twenty four three at half. That's kind of out of reach. But then they score, and, and, and then they and, get and the Michigan, ball at half. Michigan allowed for them to get back in the game because they went for it on fourth down instead of punting in that situation. I, I was fine with the call. I would have. It, it. They were at third and four in Washington's territory. I run that ball twice, and they they decide to kind of get a little slide of hand trickeration, throw the out route, don't complete it. Um, I don't mind the call. I, 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 or I don't mind the call going for it. I would have probably ran it. but uh, And then the, kind of the momentum flips, and they go down and score, and then they get the ball at half, and you're like, oh, my goodness. We, we dominate the first half, and they could be right. They could be tie ball game if they score uh, first possession in the third quarter, and then they throw that pick. I mean, it, it, it's just I've seen so many games where you do all the right things, and then you still don't win. Something happens, and I just I couldn't escape that feeling i'm like man something's gotta go wrong i mean i'm hold, i'm holding my breath almost and then you get to the end of it and yeah because uh, washington was still in striking distance until the fourth quarter so no doubt it was still right there. There, was, there was a seven point game going it was, the fourth it was hanging in the balance even though michigan had dominated the game from no doubt. the eye test but it was still hanging in the balance that's, and then that's why they play the game it's not i mean stat sheet shows something different but on the field if even if you dominate the stat sheet, if you're you don't have more points than them, doesn't matter. And and then there were a couple of plays that happened 
that kind of turned it. And Michigan, it, it was a case of them, we talked about it earlier, a case of them being in the right place at the right times, mm-hmm. making the right plays, in the right situations that didn't allow Washington to fully get back into the game. I thought uh, Penix looked a little off. The timing wasn't quite there last week. I mean, he looked like the best quarterback in the world against Texas. He's putting it, he's placing it in a bucket 40 yards down the field. It's tough to do anything about that. And I thought that kind of scared me going into the game. He was off a little bit. It's hard to know how much to credit Michigan's defense with the pressures. And it's, in the, I mean, late in the second half, you could see him. Kind of, I mean, he he was protecting he was himself. Hurting. He knew it was coming, right. and and that gets in a, a quarterback's head. If if you get hit a couple times, or even in there in your face, we didn't sack him as much as Milrow, but even the pressures, they throw that timing off on the throw just a little bit. He missed Odunze uh, in that first half on that uh, on that fade busted coverage. I mean, he's wide open. You you complete that as a touchdown. They they missed a few plays that were that they really needed to hit. Um, thankfully, I thought the refs stayed out of it for the most part there was maybe one or two calls that could have gone either way we, we we got one i thought i thought the late hit on us was a little weak i thought the holding call on them that negated a big long pass i thought that was a little weak um but but for the most part i'm, I'm glad whenever um refs stay out of the game and you don't notice them very much especially when I, I think we had the superior talent i mean i i think this team will it could set records with with how many people we'll put in the draft uh, I think that will show a lot of people that that doubted how good the Michigan team was most of the year. Well, the NFL scouts they don't have any bias. They don't they don't care if Michigan wins or not. They they want the best player. And so w- whenever we put a lot of guys in the NFL, I think that just shows how deep they are. When you got a platoon of nine different guys on the defensive line that just come in fresh every every new series, it's it's real hard to stay with them. And that's where they won the game up front on the offensive defensive lines. Washington got a little bit pass happy in that game, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and, and and the running backs their, hurt. Yeah, and, it stemmed and, from and the that, running yeah. back, he, him being hurt. But that you know, coaching matters in that sense where if you know you're dealing with an injury, and then there are times when players can hurt you a little bit more, even though they're trying to gut it out, stay mm-hmm. on the field. You would sometimes think a healthy you, backup would be better than. Sometimes the, you have yeah. to protect the player from themselves mm-hmm. and and uh, put somebody else in that can make more plays. Yep. And that was definitely the case of that with Washington last night. But ultimately, all the credit goes towards Michigan because Michigan made a lot of those things happen at the time. That's right. And and it's, it, it goes back to trenches. I mean, they, they tried to run this RPO kind of spread speed and space with Gaddis back in 2020 and didn't work out very well. I mean, they, they struggled a lot. They couldn't win the big games. They couldn't get over the hump. They kind of hit the reset button and they go back to – just kind of traditional smash mouth football and and that's i think at the end of the day football i mean there's been a lot of um uh, evolutions in the football game but at the end of the day offensive line defensive line if you can control those you're gonna be in the driver's seat and, and the the defense i mean defense wins championships that's a cliche it, we, it we, did, we didn't win that because of our offense yep it still matters you hold, you hold washington to 13 points that's why you won Running the ball, being being physical up front, and we knew that that's what Michigan was going to do going into making the game, them, making them defend two different ways because that's what they do. That's how right. they played all season. And when you have a contrast of styles, it's about who can impose their strength will. on weakness, weakness on strength. It, it, they knew what we were going to do. We knew what they were going to do. It's just one prevailed. We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break. Live from the Hard's Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swin, Nathan Monan. Stay tuned. Tires believes in straight talk. So what would you do with an extra $100? Shopping? Road trip? Steak dinner? Right now at the Conway and Cabot Big O Tires, get $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires with the best warranty in the industry. Three-year free replacement on road hazard conditions, worksmanship, and material defect. Free flat repair, free rotate and balance, and roadside assistance. Save $100 now and get tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. 
There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you to access season tickets, priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and player events, as well as 20% off at Slim Chickens in Northwest Arkansas. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Already a member? Great! You have until March 1st to renew your membership. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com Go Hogs! Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So, the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more, up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Little Rock area attorneys. Office in Midtown Little Rock. Gianna Missouri, licensed in Arkansas. CordellCordell.com. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. David Basil here for Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry. At Jones & Son, when you shop for an engagement ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in Central Arkansas. Jones & Son also carries the biggest brands in the business. At Jones & Son, shop their new collection of Jones & Son branded engagement rings. These Jones & Son rings are high quality at a fraction of the price. They're also fully customizable. They can modify any design to suit your needs. Jones & Son is located at 1121 Rodney Parham Road. And of course, they've been there for over 35 years. Same address same phone number for over three decades. Finding the perfect piece of jewelry to match the occasion can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be, and it's not at Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry. Find the right diamonds for that special occasion. Jones and Son invites you to come by and shop with them in person or online at jonesandson.com. Owners Darrow and Jacob Jones are the best father-son jewelry team in America. Tell them the guys at Morning Mayhem sent you. Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry. Jones and Son is located at 1121 Rodney Parham Road. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swin, Nathan Monan. We're talking about Michigan and being the 2024 national champs as they beat Washington last night, 34-13. There was something that bothered me a bit, though, from that. Because the jerseys, the field, everything about the college football playoff has 2024 on it. And then it when the 2023 season, then when I, they I get the hats, the hats and the t-shirts say 2023. So you're mixing and matching on the field. Just be consistent. Well, whatever you're going to call it, call it that. I, I'm with you. I thought about it last night. I said, well, is this? Do we call it the 2024 championship? Even though it's the 2023 season, or uh, I mean, it doesn't matter to me either way. It's just kind of confusing. Let's go to the phones and talk to 49er John and 49er John. What's going on? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing good. Trying to stay warm in here. How you? Yeah, I hear you. How you doing, Mr. Reggie? I'm good. Good, good, good. I, I'm happy for pigskin. I ain't going to say I'm happy for Michigan. Why not? But I'm happy for pigskin. Why, why not? Because uh, Jim Harbaugh used I'm, to be the Niners I've coach. I've never understood well, well, I'm, the, I'm the happy, hate. I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh. I'm happy for the 49ers eye kicker. He's from, he went to Michigan, Moody. So, I, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm... I'm good. I'm happy. Like I said, I'm happy for pigskin. Ronnie, you know, Be- Ronnie a- Bell's a good receiver for you too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah, that's, that's right. Ronnie he he doesn't even know who Ronnie yeah, Bell yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but why be happy for Michigan fans, but not for Michigan? He's I don't, number five. How the, you gonna tell me? What's the disconnect yeah. there? What do you mean? What's the disconnect? Why, why be happy for me and my old man, but not for Michigan in itself? Are, are they are they kind of one and the same? Well, I, I mean, I'm pigskin. It's kind of like it's been pigskin against the state this week and last oh, yeah. week. Everybody Michigan against everybody. Your daddy. And, and your daddy get the last last. That's right. That's why I'm happy. I, I'm on pigskin side on this. So when the 49ers win the Super Bowl, it's going to be basically <laughs> the same thing. You know, it, this, is, this is the year of the ninth. You know, this is that year that is everything is setting up. You know, but, you know, I, I listen, guys. W- one other thing. You know, they brought Steve Edmond out there. When they did the coin toss, what was Warren Moon in it? What was Warren Moon? I think about Warren Moon before I think about Steve Edmond at Washington. That's just my opinion on that. And um, I, I, I hear everybody call in. I hear all of you know the cowgirl fans talk about the Rams gonna beat the Forty ers such and such. Why can't y'all say y'all gonna beat us, Reggie? You played the game, Reggie. You played the game. You ducking and dodging us. Tell me the cowgirls gonna beat us. How, how are they ducking and dodging? You know if, if they if they win the game and it lines up, they have to play each other. How are they ducking and dodging? No, they 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 take it off. Or the Rams gonna upset them. Anybody? I ain't heard you say yet. We want a rematch with the Forty ers That's what you should want, Reggie. You played the game, sir. You give us all these stories. Our revenge supposed to be sweet. Wouldn't it be sweet for you to play the 49ers in the NFC Championship game and and lose to us, or in your mind beat us and make win a Super Bowl? Don't you want to go through the best? Hell no, because you know y'all can't beat us. You know you can't beat us. So you can you can ignore me all you want to, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be ignored by a cowgirl fan, a former cowgirl. Have a good day. <laughs> uh, it's almost till he's out of breath. Ooh. Always a lot of comedy involved there. John is my boy, man. I like to just l- listen to him go off. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. How bad will it be that the Chiefs lose the playoffs on Peacock and the Swifties go away? That's what Lee R says. And then he says, How much. Penix, how much draft stock did Penix lose last night? The sidearm throws, the misses, not running when he could. I know he hasn't faced a defense like that, but you'd think that with uh, what he established with the run, and uh, Michigan was able to just pin their ears back and get after him, and then Lee says that the Cardinals still suck, and let's skip baseball season. He's a Cardinals fan, so he's giving his perspective on the cards from that standpoint. Man, I can't even think about baseball right now. No, no, that's, I'm that's locked too in. far away. Any stock panics would have lost because of last night can easily be regained in the combine and the draft. Well, it just shows how, how uh, sensitive and volatile it is with those draft stocks. I mean, after the Texas game, people want to take him number one. I mean, they, they 
are over the moon about him after the Michigan game. Oh no, we don't want anything to do with him. I mean, one game, doesn't one game shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is the player that he is. I mean, he, he didn't have as good of a game last night as he did last week. That that doesn't change what kind of player he is. But um, this NFL playoff pictures, I'm I'm not only much more excited because my Lions finally host a uh, a playoff game, but I think we got a lot of good matchups. I think I think a lot of the kind of the juggernauts that that you uh, think that come right to mind, they're not as strong as they, the Chiefs. Not as strong as they they have been the past couple of years. Eagles, not as strong as they. I mean, you got a couple of the usual suspects that that might get banged up and, and might get bounced early. In my mind, I think there's two top teams. I think 49ers and, and Ravens. I think after that, I think it's it's a dogfight. And and then you look at the Bills and the run that they were able to make. What was expected of them coming into the season. But then they had to go on a five-game winning streak at the end to get in. They're one of the more dangerous teams. Well, now they're hosting. T.J. Watts out. They're the number two seed also. Yeah, like, I mean, w- at one point in the season, you would have never thought that the Bills would have made it to the two seed. They were almost out. out. They, I mean, yeah, but now they're hosting. Now they're in a good spot. And, and their kind of path to the way forward looks good. But, I mean, you got a lot of good matchups. you got good, a lot of good storylines, too. I don't know if they're making – this stuff up and contriving it's it. It's scripted, but, like they yeah. say at the beginning of the season. <laughs> but, I mean, you got the Texans playing the Browns, Deshaun Watson, Flacco's playing them, and Texans just got in on the, their last win over the Colts. Um, I mean, I think... The Rams and Lions. Rams and Lions. With the Staff, quarterback. The Stafford stuff. I yeah. mean, Well, with Jared Goff. Played for the Rams, and now he's with the Lions. Flip. That's the trade. I mean, it, it's rare that there's a trade of two quarterbacks, and it's mutually beneficial to both programs, but it, it's... It's kind of showing that it is that. I think uh, I think Miami could come up and bite the Chiefs. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of... They, no. no? Three degree, eight below windshield factor. You think that there's no, no chance? No, no, no. <laughs> no. The key to them is going to be getting Mostert back, though. If That's they can true. get Mostert in the backfield, well, Tyreek, they'll have a better Tyreek chance. Tyreek healthy, hard, too. Man, it's hard to win in KC, though. Arrowhead's tough. It's hard, man. It is. <clears throat> We've seen plenty of teams do it. I like, but see, I like Patrick though. So I'm he, not can, a he can play. Fan. He can play, but they don't. They don't give him any weapons. They let one go. I, it it shocks me that and they it, didn't go out and sign a good wide and, receiver. They should have. They should have signed D Hop. Pickle Up for Literacy is a one-day pickleball tournament happening January 13th at the River Center in Benton. All levels and ages competing in women's and men's doubles. There is $600 in prize money in Moneyball Brackets. Literacy Action of Central Arkansas is a non-profit organization that teaches adults and their families reading and English language skills. Serving Pulaski, Faulkner, Saline, and Conway Counties. Register for the tournament at literacyactionar.org. 